nearly live from the Legends Lounge, the Full House Monk Breton, Barnsley. This is on the Pontian.com, the podcast. I hope this is Wilkie, and uh, welcome to OnThePontien.com, the podcast. This is episode seven. This week we welcome um, a brand new contributor to the panel. We also reflect on the lack of, lack of activity and news out of the well. And finally, we look forward to the new fixtures. That's all in this episode of OnThePontien.com, the podcast. This is OnThePontien.com, the podcast. Evening and welcome to on the punty end dot com the podcast. Um, with me tonight is uh, Mick Paul. I'm welcoming a new guest, uh, Jeff. We'll speak to you in just a second, Jeff. But uh, lads, um, I think looking at the situation uh, as we're looking at it at the moment, following the interviews we've had with Eric um, during pre-season, we're virtually there now. We've got his first home game, and I hope I'm pronouncing this properly. French Veroth, is that correct? This yeah. Saturday at Oakwell. <laughs> And uh, something like that. Yeah. We seem to be struggling bringing players in at minute. Sodja. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, Sodja. That's about the only one we brought in up to now. So what? It's been probably bang on, is that? Isn't it? You've been keeping that. that one, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> Plenty of time to think about that. <laughs> um, as I understand it, at the minute, I think Tuesday evening's news was saying that uh, it looks as though um, Adams going to uh, Blackpool, the Rangers lad. Um, I don't think we can secure any loan signing of Amel at the moment due to Liverpool wanting to keep hold of lad. Uh, they won't look at him over pre-season and then mm-hmm. then just maybe we might be able to bring somebody in there. Uh, talking the papers about us looking at uh, a couple of players on, on um, probably trial at the minute, maybe playing this weekend. No names that I know of at the no, moment. No. It just looks uh, a little bit dead all around, to it's be honest. It's very flat, yeah. And it's you know everybody's building up for a season and that and just can't get it. And I think they've got to have something to be, build things up to get yeah. people in to buy season tickets. Mm-hmm. Have we Does sold any season tickets? Well, there's well, nothing in Chronicle that we're doing well. We're selling so mine. many thousands. <laughs> I've got mine. But, well, know. I know, but usually I sort of I start hearing a story when we start getting to the first three thousand, three and a half thousand, maybe first four thousand season tickets are going well. Yeah. Heard nothing on that no, at all in Chronicle, heard nothing coming out of the club on site. No. I, I mean, that's one good thing that Alan Clark always used to, he always used to keep people interested. Yeah. So, every time you picked up, I mean, this was like before, you know, your local radio stations, it used to be in the, in the Sheffield Star, you used, used to go out and buy it Star just to see who, who we were looking at, who we were interested in. Yeah. No impressive at all. Nothing there, you know. Do you think it's a finance problem, first of all? It seems it. It's got to be. Getting rid of reserve team and things like that, you suddenly think it's things running down, you know, right, to a bare minimum, right? And then when you do try and get players, if, if clubs like Blackpool are outbidding us and outpaying players, mm-hmm. then you think, hold on, you know. We are a small club in that league now, some big clubs. Do you think but they've got something up the sleeve, you know, a player that we haven't heard of, possibly, you know, going, going abroad again, you know, because... Uh, well, probably. They, they, they got Colassi out of the blue, didn't they, last yeah, season, yeah, you know, we never yeah. expected that, and sure. I just wonder if yeah. they've got something up the sleeve, you know. I hope so, I really hope so, because, <clears throat> I mean, Colas is... One, one of the things I, like I think might be difficult is uh, they've got this David Priest, uh, uh, 
that's his name, I think this goalkeeper on trial. Yeah. It's going to be difficult to attract a good goalkeeper when they've no reserve side. I mean, when he's yeah. just going to be sitting on the bench, surely all season. Yeah, you know, that's, that's he's not going to get a game even in the reserves, you know. That's weird thing about no reserve side, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because they always say, well, they're playing games behind closed doors. They can't be the same as playing a, no. a proper reserve match on a Wednesday night or whenever, you know, right? True. No, I think there's a story to be told there, but I think also, I think, aren't we allowed seven subs this <coughs> yeah. season? Yeah. 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 So you've got a first day squad that effectively could be as many as 18 blokes. So everybody's is prepped, ready to one field at any moment's notice. I appreciate what you're saying, but. You know, a goalkeeper playing a reserve game, does that kind of get him up to speed anyway? But, I don't know, what's your thoughts about that? About first of all, there's having much larger squads for, for match days and this development situation, because either way you look at it, we don't have the players there at the minute. No. Um, and I can't think of uh, who I would necessarily put in that first, as we say now, the first 18, 17, 18 mm. on, on, on a match day, mm. based on players that we've already got. Didn't we let another defender go last week? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I looked at the squad numbers on the on the internet this morning, right. and um, the, I can't remember how many there were, but there weren't an awful lot of players. But included in those were about five kids. Uh-huh. You know, the, um, you, you would tell me the names now. The, 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 young, the youngsters, all this new coach is going to look after. Right. Plus the left back Potter. Yeah. Plus Simon uh, Heslop. Yeah. And there were about five or six kids among those. Mm. You know. Uh, mm. And well, it, amongst that must be. Uh, he took those out. Noble Lazarus must be one of them that you're talking yeah, about, yeah, Jeff. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sodji must Sodji. be another one of Ad- those. Adam. Be... Adam, the other lad, isn't he? Uh, is, is it Jamil Adam? Yeah, Jamil Adam. Yeah, yeah. Jamil Adam, yeah. yeah. And I think you'd, you'd probably be talking about, you know, the core of what they call this development squad actually being those backup mm. players. Mm. We're obviously <clears> going to get on the bench, but they haven't had any first team games last season, no. yeah. No. Mm. Probably bar Noble Lazarus or whatever. So, okay, so there's a problem with finance. But apparently the Championship's got the richest deal it's ever had this season. Well, as far as I know, there were a couple of million pounds coming down from uh, from TV rights this season. So, you know, why can't they add another 50 grand onto Blackpool's bid and <laughs> bring him in? Yeah. And yeah. So, so far we've got four Newcastle matches um, forecast, um, you know, arranged uh, yeah. out of about, what, ten or a dozen and four of them are Newcastle United. So... Uh, we we're not forced to get anything on match, you know. Uh, yeah. Not many games, you know, going on TV. Mm. According to that, you've got West Brom and uh, and Ipswich, Roy Keane. You know, they're yeah. they're, they're on a couple yeah. of them as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we might be on twice in mm. the entire season, mm. and that's only if we're playing your Newcastle or your maybe mm. Leicester's or mm. Sheffield United. Same. But we'll not be on on as all merits anyway. That is a certainty. I mean, if you look at likes at sides that are going to be coming down here, though, we're not we're not talking now about likes of playing Colchester. Newcastle are going to fill that end. Mm. Mm. West Brom, yeah. you know, yeah. they're going to fill that yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. Middlesbrough probably going to fill yeah. that yeah. end. Yeah. You've got Wednesday, you've got yeah. United, you've probably yeah. got Donny. Mm. Surely, you know, I'm not saying spend everything <coughs> we've got, mm. but surely there's enough to start investing in bringing, you know, two or three players in. I mean, I'd like to even see us at the moment, I'm getting that desperate to probably start looking at what bids we've got for League One players. Mm. But there's none. Yeah. Everybody I've heard of so far being connected with club. Is, is, is at the very end of the career mm. or alternatively no longer connected to a club it, it's just extremely frustrating I'll just go back to something Patrick Crine actually said um, this is before the end of the season lads by the way this is I suppose Patrick sort of summing up his feelings uh, in a very forthright way with uh, Radio Sheffield he said that uh, in terms of Simon Davies a manager he felt that his player network had strengthened 
It looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. And that was the basis for yeah. having a, you know, a, a very rational sit down with Simon Davy, um, looking at it in a calm manner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, they're queuing up at door to come to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that does put it into perspective. I think if people are supposed to be patient, which is also another call that's been happening recently, I, you can, you've got to surely understand why fans are totally impatient. That mm, yeah. On the one hand, we're hearing that you know a manager's got a good player network. Um, we also know that financially we've got to be better off than we've probably been for the last two or three seasons. Mm. Um, we've stuck with the manager. We're not getting the benefit of this so-called stronger player network. And I think the other thing that's galling me at the moment is that... Uh, it's as though we've got to remain patient, yet marketing banners are actually saying, my club, my town, my blood, mm. but no opinion. And I think mm. that's, uh, that, that's something that mm. does seem a little bit unfair yeah. at the moment. I do know that we're obviously we're having a, a bit of a morning session this evening, but I think if you're going to accept all the marketing that goes with it and you're going to be prepared mm. to put your money in your pocket and buy your season ticket, I know I have, no, I'm going to give me two penneth. Th- nothing happening, is there? You know, I mean... It's flat. <laughs> and the other thing is, of course, you know. they, they expect everyone to get the tickets before the end of June, and there's no yeah. chance of signing anybody before you know before that yeah. date arrives. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. there's no incentive really for people to go up and buy the tickets. No. Uh, no. Apart from the fact that you know, if, if they might lose the seat, basically, you know, which yeah. is yeah. unlikely. Anyway. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the reason why you buy your ticket yeah. now yeah. to keep your seat. Yeah. You know, is there anyone that you'd have probably been expecting leaving us? During uh, during close season, because I know certain deals were done to, to retain certain players, which I'm delighted they have done. Yeah, you yeah. know, but, you know, I suppose the thin end of the wedge would have probably been you know losing players on Lose top players. of being in this situation as well. Yeah. Um, as I understand it, uh, JCR has signed a new deal. Yeah, at Barnsley. Yeah, yet yeah. the papers are still talking about maybe Reading still coming in with an offer. Mm. <clears throat> so mm. they only done that to secure maybe a better financial position for Barnsley when he does finally leave us in the next couple of months. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Regarding Anderson, uh, Bristol City, two of their uh, out-of-contract midfielders have re-signed and they've also got this guy now, Hartley, from Celtic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've just signed him. So, uh, whereas, I think they expected one of those, I, I don't know his name, they expected one of them to leave the first one who signed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name. I, remember, I know one, the, the last one is this Hartley. So one would think that they'd be less keen on, on signing Anderson now if they've basically got, th- not three new signings, but two re-signed and one new signing, you know, Bristol, yeah. Yeah. Bristol City. Just looking on another side of it, and we've, all, we've made reference to it earlier, it's this, this idea of a de- development squad. And we're starting to see that take shape at the minute. Um, what are your thoughts in terms of that being the right direction for developing these youth players that we've got? Um, if you've heard the, the podcast with Eric <coughs> Stanley, you'll know that the nucleus of the promotion squad were probably made up of five or six lads that have not come through an academy system, mm. but through a development squad at Barnsley. Five or six of those lads were the, the, the backbone of that promotion winning squad. What are your opinions on that, Paul, about whether it's a good or a bad idea for the club? If it works out like that, like it did when we went, you know, when we got up to Premier League and that, they had so many lads come through youth set up, mm. that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it works out that way with these lads now that we've got coming through, then good. But it's, it's no good getting them there nearly to first team appearances, mm-hmm. and then letting them go out to, on loan somewhere, mm-hmm. and then letting the club buy them yeah. when they've gone there and thinking, hold on, have we missed out on a player here because he's yeah. gone too quick? Because yeah. there's a lot of players that's gone too quick from Barnsley over the last few years. Yeah. You know that that are doing a good job for Barnsley. 
Well, the, the only two who were, who were playing in, in the championship were with other, with other clubs, John mm. Parkin and, and Fallon, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, we, we haven't got much mm. benefit ourselves. Mm. But I get the impression that with this new system, because there's only a few of them, yeah. the, the coaching will be more intense and, and possibly, you know, rather that mm. they've had a large numbers, larger numbers in the past and perhaps they haven't been able to put the effort into, you know, into individuals. I don't I know. Think I think that's a bad <clears> idea. <throat> I think, you know, if you can actually concentrate on key individuals. Mm. Maybe those on fringes at squad as well are <coughs> bettering their skills. Yeah. Uh, I believe more coaching is bound to benefit us. <coughs> but uh, again, you know, I mean, is it just that stage too early to expect some of those lads to start filling some of these places that mm. otherwise this first 18 or whatever will be made up of, of you know, championship season players? Uh, and again, it's putting us, putting <coughs> us under pressure. Just one thing I just want to quickly refer to, to Jeff. Um, um, certainly, um, in the full house, we've got a bit of a reputation of being a stato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not as boring as I used to be. No, no, I, I never said that. I just said that you're very strong on your statistics, sir. And I'm glad I said that properly. Um, <clears throat> who was the lad that went out to Grimsby last season? Blonde haired defender. Uh, ah, the centre half, yeah. Centre half, wasn't it? Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh, right. Got. Test one. Yeah. Do you want to have a go? What? Do you want to go? No, I think Jeff, Jeff's up on his on his history. I know oh, that, the old, the old stuff, stuff. Yeah, you know, you, not so much. Know, that, wanna... that applies to any subject. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to try on it, old stuff, you'll catch. Just some of this bit of a tradition at program though is um, Jeff. You've probably been watching Barnsley in a, in a slightly different era from myself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first start watching Barnsley? Either 49 or 50. Right. Okay. I, I, I saw McCormack score five goals, and that was in <laughs> September 1950. Right. But I, I didn't see Robledo's as far as I can remember, and they went in 49, so it was a bit between, in, in that corridor there when I started. And uh, how did you get interested in first place? My dad took me. The, right. the, the reckon they took me to uh, to Burnley, first first full season after the one, I wore a nipper. Everybody went to Burnley to the away match, they got a bus up and, and they took me to that. That's <laughs> allegedly my first match, uh-huh. 1947 I think it was. <laughs> when, when they started off top of the league actually, mm. I don't know if you knew that, for, for the first te- ten matches, they were top of the league first season after the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they went steadily down, yeah. Yeah. You can all look all this up on the internet. Yeah, I would believe it. We can, yeah. but you know, rather yeah. than well, use the keyboard, I'd just you can, uh, Have you seen that one where you can, you can actually get a league table any time? You, you, you put in the right date and, and it'll tell you the league table any time since the war. Uh-huh. You know, it, September the 4th, 1965, you know, where yeah. were Barnsley and what division and the league table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. And I've checked that the first season yeah. after the war on the, on mm-hmm. the line, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, are we digressing too much? No, no, not no. at all, not at all. I think, you know, I mean, obviously there's a new character to the team. I think um, I'd like to test that knowledge a little bit more and I'd invite any oh. listeners to to probably try and beat you on a few questions. I was going to give you a bit of trivia about Ferenc Varos. When, at one stage, <laughs> Liverpool had only ever been beaten three times at Anfield in a European match, and Ferenc Varos were one of those teams, one of right. the really good team. I can't tell you the dates, but they, they were definitely one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right, that's right, that. Um, but based on based on what you know about the club, I mean, is this a unique position for Barnsley? Because as far as I'm concerned, I don't think I've ever seen a splash in a lot of money. Um Unless we were sort of higher up on the championship, when we come when we come back down from Premier League, we seem to splash <coughs> a bit of cash, mm. and obviously we splashed a little bit when we got up as well. But we've always been bargain basement shoppers as a football club, as far as I'm aware. Am I, or am I wrong? Well, we, we're not as bad as we used to be for selling the best players. You know, um, at one time we used to sell good players and, and hardly get anyone in, in you know in return. Yeah. 
we have benefited in, in say in the last as you will remember in the last 10 or 15 years by sell, getting good prices for players mm -hmm. just prior to going up into the premiership the, so people like Taggart Carl yeah. Tyler yeah. Agnew yeah. Uh, you tell me anymore and they got big prices and, and that yeah. must have helped to get in the squad together you know for mm -hmm. Oh the, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm sure the promotion yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. David Cuddy as well. They got big money for David Cuddy. Yeah, they? yeah. And and since then, you know, Ashley Ward, we got four million plus for yeah. him, didn't we? And then he, we don't like to see him go, but he's right when he says, "Davy, everybody's got the price." I yeah. mean, yeah. He, Ian Rush went to Italy, and, and so did Gary Lineker. And yeah. I dare say the fans would, didn't want those. They yeah. to go. No, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you. Uh -huh. Yeah. But I think really our, our expectations to him. I mean, have we always been buying on this sort of level? Before, have we always been nicking a player from here and there? The tactic seems to be to go abroad at the minute. <clears throat> mm. Particularly in the, this this season, in that league now, we are a small club, aren't we? Yeah. You know, with the minnows in there. What some of these uh, mourners don't seem to understand, that as well, we're trying to improve all the time, but so are all the other clubs. They're all yeah. trying to sign yeah. better players, yeah. you know. Yeah. And in my opinion, this, this championship now, it can't be a long way behind the old first division before we brought all the stars in, you know, yeah. because we're only left with the, with the British players mm. because they're the nearly all non-British yeah. players in the, in the premiership, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm with you. And as I say, I think in terms of um, where we are currently, you know, Probably my opinion might be um, a little bit beyond reasonable expectation at the moment, but uh, I just want to see us moving on a little bit. And if it's and if it's in a lot of areas of the club, it's you know whether the facilities are getting better. I felt that you know from a marketing point of view, they've, they've obviously got a very strong message to take out to, to Barnsley mm. public. Mm. But I just sometimes think they just fall short. And I mean, I think the shirt looks the same as last season's. <coughs> A lot of people complaining to me about that. I certainly won't go and buy one. They've altered one tiny little thing on it. Mm. I think that, ultimately, that you, know, out, you know, how are you going to justify in a recession for yeah. somebody to go out and buy two or three shirts mm. for the family? Yeah. And in all fairness, we've got the it's same like sponsor. It's like spot the difference, isn't it? You, you know, if you, yeah. if you know, right, what's what's the difference between these two shirts? And when, oh yeah, that line's just a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah, no, it's true, yeah. yeah. Um, so virtually is about is the same. We've got the same team, same mm. manager, mm. same colour shirt, same stand that doesn't serve alcohol on the weekend, but I'm going to start needing it that little bit more. Um, or either I'll be coming here a little bit <laughs> early on a Saturday afternoon, Mick, yeah. and leaving that little bit later. You know, there's so many things that just seem as though we're repeating or expecting to repeat I mean, some of those things. not going to spend posture. money on players... Mr. Put Crime, put us a bar underneath the stand. <laughs> At least let's have a good time. <laughs> Even make a licence for you or something like that. So, Mr. ODJ, how much we should, we should get a fortune for him? <laughs> I think we ought to reserve judgment, though, and you know, for a few weeks. And uh, I mean, they, they didn't sign. Uh, was it the signed at the last minute last season? Oh, the goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. They didn't get him. In, I read that the other day. That about a week before the start of the season, they, they got Muller. Yeah. And uh, they're all sort of um, haggling, aren't they, for, for higher prices and the, the, the buyers for lower prices, etc. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and a lot of factors worrying, come into though, it. After five <clears throat> games, when we bottom at <throat> league, do we start worrying then, <clears throat> or after ten games, or Christmas, if you know? Well, I think you're gonna, it's going to be difficult to find an excuse right from day one because first of all you've got Chef Wednesday and people balk at that and say ooh first game of season <coughs> local rivals mm. but a team we got six points against mm. Mm. last season so mm. are we forgiven for his first game of season away from home at Wednesday and losing 
You know, the last time they played him first game of the season. No, but you do. <laughs> well, te te Terry Curran were playing. It's not that long ago. Well, Terry Curran, yeah. Terry Curran, they won 3-0 at, at Oakwell. I think it was when we just come up from the fourth division. Yeah. Peel were at St. Graham Peel were playing at centre-half. Somebody was injured. A little I know, clearly. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and he was at the end of his career. But uh, we lost 3-0. Mm. Terry Curran played then. I, that's uh, 80s. 80s. Mm. It's not more than, well, perhaps 25 mm. years ago. It's not, not a million years ago. Probably Depends how long you've been watching them. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, to my knowledge, has got half a dozen new faces in. And yeah, I think they've done that as much as a month yeah. ago, yeah. And some of them are good players, I think, you know. And they're £20 million in debt. Mm -hmm. And you without just... a shirt sponsor, they're doing mm. that for charity. Yeah. But don't right. like to talk about it. No, no, let's not. That's enough about Sheffield Wednesday, <laughs> moving on. Um, <clears throat> Well, first of all, I just want to talk to probably some of the listeners about some of the things that, that, that probably changed over the last uh, couple of months or so. Um, we're still always on Twitter, and you can contact us there by mm -hmm. typing in uh, twitter.com forward slash on the ponty end. Um, we've now launched a forum live on the site itself. Um, you know the name by now. Uh, but we want to hear your feedback, even based upon what's been discussed tonight. Um, how are you feeling about the, the, the situation regarding transfer signings? Um, what's your opinion on the development squad or perhaps even you know, what are your views on, on the situation regarding uh, maybe the first game of the season against Sheffield Wednesday we'd love to all see it from you on email uh, just write to us at podcast at onthepontiend.com we'll try and feature some of those letters um, on future shows coming right up um, but I think finally in terms of the fixture list it's been coming out over the last two or three weeks um, were there any particular fixtures that, that caught your eye immediately and uh, at this stage, anything that you're really looking forward to, you know, once we, once the season has kicked off, um, in terms of any particular fixtures that you've seen already. Well, I'm looking forward, to, hoping for Newcastle uh, away in first half of the season because I went, uh, I went on a bachelor up there about a month ago <laughs> and had time in my life, so I'm really looking forward to going back up there. We've already got a bus, uh, a bus lined up, and about 50 of us going up. Whether we'll see it match or not, I don't know, but, <laughs> but it's in March. So we'll have year. to see, yeah. So, but that's one of my teams. Mm. Just looking forward to, you know, any of these clubs that come down from Premier League, you know, right? And and any 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 eight games down at Oakwell that's going to fill it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always good to have a, a good ground, you know, a ground full down mm -hmm. at Oakwell. Yeah. And, uh, and just hopefully we can do it. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that we can, you know, get players in. I mean, we do, you know, manage to get in there with everybody you know and give them a good going and get stuck into them and get some points on board you know that's I mean, what I'd love to happen you know yeah. I mean we're all fans you know it, it does sound a bit doom and gloom because yeah. we sat around thinking well what's going to happen what, what is going to happen let's hope something does happen and we can, we can you know just really get into the season and enjoy it yeah and not be worrying that we're going to be fourth off bottom you know with a couple of weeks to go mm -hmm. again no, I mean, as I said, I don't want to sound all doom and gloom, but I think mm. it's just frustration when there's no news That's at the minute. That's what it's all about. It's all, it's all frustration, um, isn't it? And wondering what's going to happen, you know. We're still mm. wondering. Um, I think, you know, a lot of reasons we're giving it in the last season, such as had we kept players fit, had certain mm. people not been suspended. Had this happened and that happened, we'd have probably been, you know, in mm. for the mid-table at the moment. But I am worried about the level of spend that other clubs can can, can put into their <clears throat> The season before we blamed the cup run, but, but the decline happened at exactly the same part of the season this last season, after yeah. Christmas, exactly the same time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
the thing I'm looking forward to is, is to see Ian Hume play uh, w w without his confidence level being knocked because of this yeah. injury, you know. Yeah. Particularly when he goes into a heading challenge, you know. I, yeah. I hope he's going to be able to cope with that okay, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of people think he, he shouldn't be playing in the middle now anyway against a big centre-half, any big centre-half, none in mm -hmm. particular. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> Do you think he'll wear a cap, by the way? <coughs> well, I've, seen, him in, I've seen some pictures of him in training and there's nothing it's like that. And he's been heading the ball, mm. so... Um, it's not that though, it's when he goes up with another player that's, in, yeah, you know, yeah. not just heading the ball itself, is it? It's when no. he goes into a clash, you know. I suppose, yeah, clash yeah. of heads. Yeah. Leading with an head. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, kind of his head being there because that's where it needs to be. Mm. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean in, in that respect. Yeah. Um, I mean, look well, at that's, sides. That's a bit like getting a new sign in, though, isn't it? If he is fit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. He's so, you know, getting him yeah. back is, 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 you know. I mean, look at sides that came up as well. I mean, you've got the likes of Leicester that. Uh, Probably never should have gone out at Championship anyway. You know, a, a big side who'd recently mm. been in Premier League, and you know, big fan base, big budget, mm. new stadium. Probably shouldn't have gone down. They're a big club coming back up. Mm. Um, obviously, looking at the likes of Scunthorpe, you'd start thinking, well, hold on a minute. Hopefully, Scunthorpe's going to be one of those sides down there. Mm. But those guys play good football and they seem to be able to get <laughs> good players in, mm. yeah. competing for players where, where otherwise yeah. we, we, we've not yeah. been able to get them. As I say, I don't want to turn it into <coughs> doom and gloom, but I think no. it's just frustration at the minute, it's borne out of the fact that <laughs> there's very little news, mm. very personal joining the club at the moment, which we think is overall, you know, mm. an overall improvement to, to the squad. And if overall. you look at the bookmakers' odds, that doesn't help either. Oh. You know, we we are second or third favourites to be relegated, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like 15 to 8 or something like that, mm -hmm. what I saw mm -hmm. the other day. Mind you, that's normal, isn't it? You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a usual last thing. Mm. Few years, hasn't it? Probably yeah. was the same with the season we went up into the Premiership mm. at, at the Probably beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'd really love to hear your feedback. I mean, at the end of the day, this is all about you, the fans. Um, this is not our <coughs> podcast, this is yours. Um, there's probably plenty of things that, that maybe you want to say, and at the end of the day, this is the place where you can hear your voice heard. Um, let us know if you want to appear on maybe another issue of, or edition of the podcast going forward. Write into us. We'll try and make room for you down here at the Full House. Um, in the meantime, um, we look forward to maybe some further news coming out of uh, Oakwell over the next few weeks. We've got his first game this weekend, and I'll test my uh, pronunciation again against Ferenc Barath. Is it? Ferenc Barath. Yeah. Ferenc Barath. Thank you, Valley. I'm not even going to try. Well, if you can say French, you can say French Veras. It's almost the same. <laughs> All right, French Veras. <laughs> and looking forward to seeing Stan again. Yeah. But until next time, uh, thanks very much for listening. And until next time, come on, you Come on, you So there you have it. That's the latest episode completed. Don't forget that you can set up a subscription via iTunes. Just get onto iTunes and search for Barnsley FC or on the Pontiend. Set up your subscription there. Go and tell your mates about it. Send us in your feedback, your letters. Um, until next time, we'll see you later. This is onthepontiend.com, the podcast.